we have a responsibility to get the work to the streets. MDOT presents the Extra Mile Podcast. Highways, um, movement of goods, these are things that we rely on every day. Got to have the ability to get their product to market. As long as you're performing, we want to be behind you pushing. Welcome into another edition of the Extra Mile podcast presented by the Mississippi Department of Transportation. I'm MDOT Digital Media Manager Paul Catool, and I'm writing solo today. My co-host Will Kraft has some MDOT business that he's taking care of. Don't you worry, we'll be back together soon. The gang will be back together. Um, but today we've got a very special guest. We have the Administrator of the Federal Transit Administration, uh, Nuria Fernandez. She's here with us today. And uh, we really appreciate you making time for us today on your trip to Mississippi. Well, thank you very much. I'm delighted to be here. This is awesome. So we want to get into your background a little bit. We also want to talk about, you know, an overview of the Federal Transit Administration. But why don't you go ahead? It's June 23rd, so we're recording a little bit ahead of time. So can you tell us why are you here in Mississippi today? Well, I'm here in Mississippi because today we are making a major announcement uh, for our, one of our most important programs, and that is the Areas of Persistent Poverty. It's a grant program that is awarded to communities across the nation, uh, and the emphasis is ensuring that uh, rural communities and uh, even urban areas where there are uh, transit deserts have access to funds so they can plan uh, they can acquire technology to close the, the distance between an individual needing to go somewhere and actually getting to go there. Well, that is awesome, and we certainly always appreciate our, our federal partners and everything that you do for us. So why Claiborne County? That's really cool to me. Claiborne County, uh, together with their partners, submitted a really great proposal. Uh, they are looking to use the funds so that they can uh, try out a two-part pilot that is going to identify the right type of technology, uh, not only to dispatch the service, but to put the technology in the hands of individuals who need access to that service. They can just call in, do an on-demand, uh, and, and do so online. That is really cool. So we want to get into your background a little bit. Uh, quite impressive. You have been, uh, you know, in leadership positions for a lot of uh, transit agencies across the country. Um, I know you're a civil engineer by trade. So, yet, can you just hit some of the highlights of your career and how it brought you to be uh, in the leadership position and lead the Federal Transit Administration? I have a, an interesting background, uh, not that many people know, but I'm originally from Panama, Central America. Cool. And I came to the United States uh, to study civil engineering uh, in Peoria, Illinois at Bradley University. Uh, after leaving the university as a civil engineer, worked uh, with the City of Chicago Department of Public Works and uh, then had my first exposure to the world of transit uh, with an opportunity at the Chicago Transit Authority where I headed up their design and construction. From Chicago, I went to Washington, D.C., uh, worked with the federal government, um, and then went to the Washington Metropolitan Area Transit Authority, another transportation system. Uh, and then my, my third transit agency was the New York Metropolitan Transportation Authority. Different positions, engineering, construction, then as chief operating officer, uh, and then finally as the chief executive officer of the Santa Clara Valley Transportation Authority in Silicon Valley in San Jose, California. Uh, all of those opportunities have not only affirmed 
uh, that I had uh, identified the right field in engineering because it gave, gave me a better appreciation for what infrastructure can and this makes things possible. Uh, in addition to that, uh, connecting the people through the services, public transportation. So whether you're in a 40-foot bus or you're in a cutaway or a minivan, we are moving people. We're getting them to where they need to go. Public transportation is a lifeline. And when you look at rural communities, and look at Claiborne County, uh, and you hear the stories of people who really needed uh, to get access to transportation and they didn't know how, and then they learn that there are these opportunities that are funded uh, with federal, state, and local dollars that gives them that aha, that puts that smile on their face because now they can get to do what they thought they couldn't. No doubt, and actually, you know, during your speech today, you said you teared up when uh, one of the uh, the users of the public transit system in Claiborne County, you know, talked about her experience, and and that was really cool. So, can you just talk about, you know, that emotion that that uh, you you believe that what you're doing is the right thing, and and in your heart, you know, but when you hear others uh, tell the stories of what they thought was a challenge and how that challenge became an opportunity. Uh, when they found out and they discovered that there was a public transportation system that they could make that call and that that system will send uh, someone to pick them up and get them to that doctor's appointment they thought they were going to miss. That just makes your heart warm. That is really cool. Uh, really great to hear her speak this morning. And Let's back up just a little bit. So the Federal Transit Administration, you mentioned that Secretary of Transportation Pete Buttigieg is your boss at USDOT. But can you kind of give us an overview of the FTA and everything that it kind of does and provides? Yeah, so the Federal Transit Administration is one of many agencies at the U.S. Department of Transportation. And our role is to provide uh, funding, uh, provide technical assistance, and also to uh, provide all of the planning uh, help and funds for planning so that transit system, so that communities really, it's really about the community and the people, so that communities can plan for better mobility, uh, mobility that ties into the broader network of highways and bridges, and that mobility is public transit. I've always said that public transportation is a lifeline. Public transportation is also the greatest equalizer, and that agency through, uh, our, our, our agency through a what used to be a $13 billion a year funding uh, from Congress is now a $20 billion wow. a year, uh, thanks to the bipartisan infrastructure law, we're able to do so much more. And you're, the grants that we are releasing today, in addition to every year from now on, uh, we're, we're gonna see how they're gonna transform communities, whether you're in a rural area, whether you're in a tribal nation, uh, tribal lands, or you're in an urban center, your community is gonna be transformed. And we're gonna be connecting and closing those gaps so that everyone has the highest quality of service that they deserve. No doubt, I mean, everybody needs to, and deserves to be able to get to the grocery store, be able to pick up their prescriptions, yes. get to the doctor's office, so that's, that's really great that, uh, the FTA is uh, is doing all of that. Um, 
so I did want to ask you, uh, this is your first trip to Mississippi, right? Uh, what, do you, what do you think of Mississippi so far? It is my first trip. I've been here less than 24 hours. Wow, okay. <laughs> but I can say that I'm um, really impressed. Uh, I, when we landed and on our way to the hotel, I, I noticed how green everything was. And I, uh, in preparation for this trip, we knew that it was going to be in the high 90s. And I just expected to see a lot of dried grass and to look around it was so lush and vibrant uh, met some amazing people really warm and welcoming uh, it's just been a really terrific experience that's that's great and it must be fun to kind of you know I know you're based out of DC correct so to be able to you know get to Mississippi and all these other places and kind of get boots on the ground and see uh, see the impact that you're making that must be kind of cool huh it is quite uh, that's one of the things that we do is that we just don't sit back in Washington DC and uh, try to anticipate and guess what the communities need. We work with the communities. Uh, one of the things I did not mention about the Federal Transit Administration is that we have 10 regions because Washington, okay. D.C. can't do it all. Mm -hmm. So I have 10 regional administrators uh, located across the country, and the regional administrator that covers Mississippi, uh, Dr. Yvette Taylor, her office is in Atlanta. So we do, when we're doing grants, when we're doing groundbreakings for new facilities, when we're cutting ribbons, uh, we try to get out there and we want to connect and we want to celebrate with the communities that have worked so hard and that put their tax dollars uh, for a cause that is so needed. Absolutely, absolutely. And so we usually have this question where we ask uh, our guests, you know, when they're out traveling on Mississippi highways, where they go get, to bite, uh, get a bite to eat. But seeing as this is your first trip to Mississippi, you've only been to one restaurant. But do, would you like to talk about, uh, I, well, you said Char. What was yes. your experience there? It was great. Um, we did not know that uh, there was so much going on in the city. I guess there's a conference or a convention going on. So it was, I, we were surprised that uh, we were able to get a table. Uh, but our host, um, they made sure that we were going to get a taste of great Mississippi food. And they've promised that in future trips, we'll be trying every single different meal that is offered in this great state. That's awesome. And so you got to tell me what you got. What did you get at the restaurant? I, I ordered the redfish, uh, but of course it was char, so there was a lot of steak at the table. There you go. Redfish is dead. I feel like every restaurant in Jackson has some, some really good uh, redfish. Uh, just one more thing. Is there any you know message from the Federal Transit Administration, anything you'd kind of like to close with and you know let everybody in Mississippi know? Yes. I what I would like to say is that I am just so grateful that they're – really committed public servants who are looking out for the benefit and the, the best solutions to help move people in this great state. Uh, so to have the advocacy and support of the director of MDOT, uh, Director White, and all of the other um, members of the, the, the MDOT team and uh, the transportation systems and the human resources agencies, to to come together, and that's exactly the spirit of public transportation. It's connecting people to places and opportunities. Amazing. Well, Administrator Fernandez, again, we really appreciate you being on the podcast. We really appreciate you coming to Mississippi, and as Commissioner Willie Simmons said, playing Santa Claus. So I'm sure uh, Claiborne County, everybody appreciates there too. So thank you again. We're just going to go ahead and wrap things up. Uh, thank you to all of our listeners out there for listening to the Extra Mile podcast. Uh, you can uh, find episodes online. Go to gomdot.com forward slash the extra mile. You can listen and you can also watch on uh, YouTube, which is great. Uh, remember to follow us on social media 
at Mississippi DOT, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, we have everything. Uh, I would also like to thank our producer today, Katie Hornsby, and our editor, uh, Roy Atkins, is stepping in. Um, and without further ado, I'm going to leave everyone with the tagline, remember to drive smart out there on Mississippi highways.